Y'all know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it. It's over. It's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are all the watch for him? Where the hey. brothers going to be? Hey. <laughs> I just want to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. It's Monday, y'all. Everybody's favorite day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Said by absolutely no Nobody. one. No one's kind. <laughs> it's Monday, y'all. February 19, 2024. Welcome to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. DT is still on assignment. In for DT this morning is none other than the lovely Bailey Coleman. Good morning, Bailey. Good morning, Telly. And our man, Damian LZ. Good morning, brother. Good morning. Good morning. What up? What up? Big Jamming. Good morning. It's amazing. It is amazing. An amazing Monday. Amazing way to start your week off right here on Truth Be Told, where we'll have a lot of hot topics that we will get into, but... We got to start off with, uh, for your namesake, Damien. Dame time. Dame had a had a, had a good weekend in Indy. Dame time. Sure did. And and there was there was another Damien that was on here on Friday saying that oh he's he's having a bad shooting year and and oh. he's but not up he's not. It, it wait, 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 wait. It could have been this one. Wait wait wait. He was like yeah he averaged twenty five but he still ain't shooting the ball well. So what did he go do? He won the three-point contest. Right, exactly. And then, last time I checked, you got to be a pretty good shooter to do that. Yes. And then yesterday goes out and get All-Star Game MVP yes. with 39 points. Exactly. And hit not one, but two half-court shots. Uh-huh. Not when the shot clock was running down. Right. These were game shots that he would take it. So let me – so. I got all that out. You got it out. Let me okay. let me let me what, say. What's your rebuttal, in sir? Defense, <laughs> in my defense, sir, what happened was what had happened was no. What I said was he's having a bad shooting season, and hopefully the All Star Weekend he can get him back on track. He was in a three point contest, and I even said Friday that if he goes out and maybe he, he has some time shooting and whatever the case may be, it'll get him back on track. And hopefully that's what's happening now. He's he won the All Star MVP. He won the three point contest, which to me was the best event of the weekend. The three point contest. Yeah. Because the slam dunk contest was trash. Uh, Jalen Brown, and I didn't even, even know he could too. dunk yeah. like that. I, I didn't know he was a creative dunker, but that was trash. The, the, the judges was trash on a slam dunk contest. 
All that being said, I'm happy for Dame, and hopefully he carries it over to the second half of the season and he starts shooting a higher percentage for the Bucks. That's Ooh. all I'm a saying. A lot yeah. of points were scored. 211 points by the East, 186 by the West. No defense. No it's defense. It's an all-star game, but come on, man. You can play a little defense. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Like, when this starts to happen – the NBA is going to try and start to be a little more creative and doing they different things. Right. And and uh, because we saw it with the uh, NFL, the Pro Bowl game, it just reached a point where they were playing flag football. So they said, all right, we're just going to have flag, <laughs> flag football. football. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did like when when Steph and Sabrina Inescu, uh, the battle of the sexes, right. they had well, the three-point contest. Didn't he win by like one point? Three points. Three points, oh, three points. But but, but yeah, still. but like two shots. Right. She was that meant she was that good. Oh she yeah, was she, was she was good shooting. enough. She, was, she was good enough to advance to the finals if she was a part of, of the, the regular. regular um, men, okay. I mean the the competition. Okay. So and keep in mind, she was shooting from the men three point line. Yes. The women yeah, shooting a, a foot and a half, two feet closer. Yes. Than the than the than the men, and she was shooting from the men three point line and was still. May 26 up. May 26. Wow. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, she she'll was score dope. 26. Yeah. yeah. She was dope. Yeah. Sabrina Inescu, she is a baller. Like, for real, for, for real. For real, for real. Yeah, she's yeah. a baller. I was thinking about that. Like, if you won the three-point contest and, and then here come you got – you're supposed to be the best shooter in the league. But then here comes Steph, who's really the best shooter in the league – and 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 her was just chilling and just chilling. <laughs> like, and then here comes her. So you're like, that's the JV title. You got the JV title. I'm, I'm like, why would y'all even do this to me? I want to shoot against them. Let next year if they do that, let me shoot with them, and then we can see who's really the uh, yes, best shooter. Or just combine the winners. Yeah. Have the yeah. winner of yeah. the WNBA play the winner of the NBA yeah. three point contest. Yeah. I I really like the battle of the sexes with that and. Um, and it's just like like Dame brought up a great point. Yes, she used WNBA balls, which are smaller, but she still had to shoot from NBA range, which is right. a lot farther right. than you think until you step out on the court. You're right. like, man. Yeah, because if you've never stepped on an NBA court yeah. and, and you see the difference, you think, okay, I'm shooting from long. you shooting in the high school gym. You're yeah. shooting in your church uh-huh. gym. Oh, I'm shooting from deep. No, sir. The deep is the other end of the court. Yes. from from them. You know, yes. wow. that's yes. that's where they shooting from. Yes. In reality. Wow. Yes. So that was that was fun. But other than that, I'm I'm with Dame. I'm like, eh. The rest of the stuff, I was like yeah. the skills challenge. I know eh. me and my wife was. Uh, she started to look at it with me when the skills challenge started. She's like, uh-huh. "What are they doing? It's like, crazy. why are they doing that? <laughs> why is it three of them on the team? Right. Why? Is it? Yeah, it was." Uh, They've got to come, like you said, they've got to come with something creative because these same dudes will play a pickup game at UCLA because that's where the yeah. fame pickup right. game is. All you got to do is right. just go there during the summer. And yeah. that's where the fame Absolutely. And they playing their hardest in these pickup games. How can you get them to do that? Make it a real pickup game yeah. in an all star game? How do you make it? Yeah. That's, right. that's what it's supposed to be. Because they have tried different things like playing for charities uh-huh. or. They were, they uh, they for, yeah, I mean, they yeah, were, they played they for were, charities. But it was such a blowout in the fourth quarter because they, they usually it, have you have to get to a certain point, yeah. a certain amount of points, and they didn't even do that this year. No, right? they because didn't it was do such that a blowout. Year. They okay. went back to yeah. the old the old format. But. Uh, but yes, Bailey, they did play for it charities, was, but uh, both of the... them got money though. So oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't like 
Mm-hmm. If if my team lost, my charity didn't get anything. Right, they both got right. something. So I think that yeah. that leads to the the whole uh, you know not really playing that hard. But I mean, there are individual incentives for the other contests. Like you get money if you win the three point contest. Okay, you get money if you win the mm-hmm. slam dunk contest. Okay. You get money to even go participate. Yeah. Now okay. it may not be that much if you lose first round, but right. it's at least something that uh you know make you want to even try it. How much you get if you MVP? Uh, it depends on what your I contract to, is. Yeah, I used to know those. I used to know those, but shoot, they used to give you a Kia. Oh, they, really? Yeah, you used to get a, uh, you get, a whole you get car. Your little yeah, Kia? you used to get a you used to get a brand new car. But the I mean that Kia? was that was until <laughs> Kia started. But yeah, no, they used to. Before Kia, there was but another look, Kia like Kia got some sponsor. nice cars now. They Shoot. got some nice trucks. Come on now. The, what they need to do, and, and and me and Ben was just talking about this on the way in, is that they need to incentivize the winning. And and but back in the day when the All Star Games, even then, was more competitive. It was because the person, the team who won, would get extra money. You would get. And back oh, then, you get okay. fifty thousand or something if you win or whatever. And back then, they weren't making two hundred million dollars on their contract, so fifty thousand dollars was still a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though they were still making millions, it was still like fifty thousand dollars. They need to make it so as the team that wins, they got enough money. Give them, give them a hundred thousand. You know, everybody yeah. get a hundred thousand yeah. if your team wins, and the other team only gets fifty. That'll make them play a little bit more. But like they do in baseball, they do it where if you win. If you're if the East or the West wins or the American League or the National, then you get home court, you get home, home field advantage. Field, yeah. In the in the in the World Series, they need to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and make them play, make them play for real. If it's the East or the West, your team wins in the All Star game, you get home court advantage in the playoffs, I, and that makes it important. I mean, because regardless of how much money you have, when there is something on the line, you're going to play harder. Right. right. You, right. You, I, I mean, it's just that's just what it is. Uh, why you think these teams want to get to the play- playoff so bad not yeah. because they feel like they're going to win a championship but right. you get a bonus when oh, you make the playoffs. Okay, every you game you play you get money oh, yeah. hey. every get series money. you get money and sometimes you will have a rookie that may win uh, well be a part of the nba championship team right and that bonus may be more than what they made all year long right Absolutely. right yeah. so hey how come nobody mentions the coaches I see Doc Rivers was one of the coaches, right? Now yeah. you see Doc on the side. Oh, you get yeah, money, he, too? I saw him. Oh, yeah, coaches get money, on, too. He was on the... I know he was there, but I, I didn't even see him to the end when they shook hands. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. He, they there. didn't show him. He was there. He was there. Yeah. yeah. And, and speaking of, of Doc, Ben, do we have that that uh, audio? So everyone is is well documented. The the Bucks are, what, three and three eight? Three and seven. Three and seven. I thought they were three and seven going into going into the going into the All Star. They was three. They lost I okay. their last after team, that was, Memphis game. That was three and seven. Okay, three and seven. So a lot was said about when Doc took over. This is a championship team, and he just have to come in and, and sprinkle a you know a little darkness on it. And, and, uh, <laughs> <Doc does. laughs> and but at ten games in, three and seven, it's not looking that good. Ooh. And uh, I said it on Friday. I'll say it again. The All-Star break came 
exactly in time for the Bucks, who were reeling, just losing to a Memphis team that had a bunch of G League players on it. Pretty much. Wow. And, uh, that, would they yeah. go home and sit there? Giannis didn't play? What, they was no, resting? they Everybody all were there. Played. All they the Bucks were there. They, they sleep during the, the game? The Grizzlies weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> but Doc said it after the game. Some of them were there. Some of them were in Cabo, oh, meaning their mind was mind. already on vacation. Oh. So uh, once they got to Indianapolis, you do a media session. And, of course, reporters were asking about the Bucks and some interesting takes from both Doc and Giannis. Uh, ben, who are we starting with? Are we starting with Giannis or Doc? We can start with uh, Giannis. All right. We're going to start with Giannis. This is Giannis's take on how it's been since uh, Doc Rivers has taken over. Um, obviously, it's, uh, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, this, is my, this is my fourth. This is my fourth coach in the span of six months from Coach Bud, Coach Griff, Coach Joe, then Doc. You know, different philosophy, different game plan. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's draining. Um. All right, that was Giannis. And so here is Doc Rivers also being asked about how it's been so far 10 games into his tenure as the Milwaukee Bucks head coach. To go on the toughest road, road trip of the season is not the smartest decision. Uh, I even told them that. Can we wait till All-Star break? You know, it have been a lot nicer. Um, so that, um, in that way, it's been harder. I mean, the fact, I've been in Milwaukee four days. You know, I've, I've had the job for three weeks. Uh, so it's it's been difficult. It's been probably more difficult than I thought. I, I, wow. I, yeah. And, and You know what was telling in that whole thing? He said, I told them to wait. So that means they was already talking to him. Right. Before they fired that man, yep. they was already asking Doc, do you want to coach our team? And he's like, can you wait to the All-Star? So that means they, that's 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 ridiculous. And <laughs> and, and that says a lot. That says a lot about how they felt about Adrian Griffin. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and to me, you that couldn't be the worst scenario to have an employer flip on you. Yeah. Even after doing a good job. Even after doing you a think good you're job. Doing so, good. so yeah. So Bailey, the truth hires you. Uh-huh. And they did. You start your show. I did. Oh no. And, I, okay. And, and, and <laughs> you start your show and and ratings are going well. Yeah. Everything's going fine. Yeah. But they're not liking the way that you are executing the show. You're still winning. Right. But and and you know you're getting the results, but they're like, uh, this is still not how we thought it was going to look. You can't right. win an Emmy, and then that's what they. That, yeah. I think that's what it'd be a comparison uh, uh, right, in that. In that right. In yeah. That so so then they come and fire you, right? And and you're later finding out that after the first month, they already start talking to DT and Telly <laughs> about your show, <laughs> and you be like, wait a minute, man. Yeah. So yeah. you really, you really had no support to begin with, right? You had if, no if, support. If you're him, but that's but what you no, think. let's 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 rewind. Let's go back to the summer where this same radio station was wooing you, and, oh, yeah. and it was like, you know, we think you're going to be the one that leads us to the number one station in the country. We believe in you. Yeah, we know that you put in your time. Right. You've been an assistant for 15 years. Yeah, and and, and this is your time. Yeah. 
And yeah. you're feeling good, you're right? Feeling you're, like, good. you're like, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Are, you're right. You're right. This is my time. Yeah. I yeah. deserve this. I deserve an opportunity yeah. to coach a team that could possibly win a championship, even though it's my rookie year. Yeah. But they believe in me, so it's all good. Yeah. And then 43 games, 43 shows in, and you <laughs> won 30 of them, and okay. then you only lost 13. Okay. And then they come and fire you. Yeah. I just think this is like every firing isn't the same. No, there's, there's and you some know what? things that it's going to come back on you. You know, from from the outside looking in, that has something to do with what was going on in the organization. I was just going to say that it has something to do now. because that means that you have management in there with no backbone. There's weak people in there. You Hello. know. And weak people could lead to your downfall if you're a company like that. What happened with the Bucks is they had an ownership change, right? And and a, a majority ownership change with the Bucks. Yeah, they had the same team that's running it, but it's a, the the actual ownership kind of changed a little bit over the summer. Yeah, and and so they hired, they okayed for them to hire Griffin. You know what I'm saying? So why? You wait a month into the season and, and you let the brother go. And then not only do you let him go, you already talking to somebody else. Yeah. Somebody in there at the top was insecure yeah. and had a weak backbone. Yeah, Because here's, here's the thing. They had to convince ownership of this mm-hmm. move. It wasn't like the new owner, Jim Haslam, who also owns the Cleveland Browns and I think he owns an NHL team. Uh-huh. But... When he took over, he didn't come in and say, I want Adrian Griffin to be my guy. It was the Bucks' general manager, yep. assistant right. general manager, the people that were already in place right. that had to put a presentation together to this new owner to say, this is the guy that's going to help you yeah. win a championship because that's the reason why you bought the Bucks. Right. You didn't buy the Bucks to think that they're not going to win. Right. You trying to make a profit. Right. And so in order – for them to hire Adrian Griffin, they had to put on a presentation to convince Jim Haslam this is the move. And then two months into it, you're like, we were wrong. We need to go get Doc Rivers, who was already on the market when you hired Adrian right. Griffin. Right. You could have hired him from the beginning. Yeah. See, you know what? That's just That just speaks to their thinking and the – they weren't organized with what yeah. they were putting no, together. No, you could go you back know? to your original statement. No backbone. No backbone. But, but here's and, the and thing. There's, there are many organizations like that. Absolutely. And, and it makes you know the what? Bucks look bad. And it what makes is, them look What is really the bad. deodorant that can cure any funk? <laughs> winning. There you go. <laughs> when there you, you win, yeah. you don't, like, yeah. and that's the thing. These things don't come out. When you're winning. Right. But when you start to lose and your uh, certain decisions are under a microscope, yeah. then you start to figure out, hmm, yeah. like this is not adding up. But they were hmm. winning is the, is, the, is the key component. They were actually winning. They had the third best record in the league and that's at where, the time that they fired Griffin. And that's where greed and impatience comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they could have. If you don't think, okay, you don't think Griffin is doing like in the comparison that you made with 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 the TV show with the radio show, you don't think Griffin can win an Emmy. You don't think his show is that good, and all you do is win Emmys, and you want to—that's what you want to do. But still, you have to let Griffin get to the point that maybe he can do that. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. I agree. I'm I'm a Doc fan because I'm I'm a Milwaukee guy. He played for Marquette. Woo woo wham! All of that. 
but still on some respect stuff, you don't go talk to somebody else about somebody's job while they still doing the job. It and happens then, every day. And yeah. then have the person come out. And then Doc got to be smart enough not to make that statement to say, I thought I told you all to wait. Come well, on, like Doc you, is just saying, telling all the business. But he's also doing that to protect himself because everybody's getting down on him about the that's team. All oh, absolutely, doing. absolutely. And you know, and you know the 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 thing about it is, you gotta be, you know, you gotta be cool about that. Like you said, you shouldn't say anything, but at the same time, you gotta go, hey, you know. And you heard what Giannis said. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it goes to the mentality of the team right now. Well, I tell you what, you don't want another color purple situation. <laughs> Adrian Griffin don't have them two fingers stretched out saying, until you do right by me. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, keep it locked right here. Hit us up, Truth Nation, 833-212-1017. We're talking about the state of the Milwaukee Bucks as well. I mean, moving forward, there's less than 30 games to go. And there's a lot of stuff that's starting to kind of trickle out that is making this situation doesn't seem like it's it's a winning formula. So hit us up. Let us know what you think. 833-212-1017. Bailey Coleman, Damian LZ in for DT this morning. Keep it locked right here on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. And Doc Rivers both talked about the transition it's been, and uh, and it seemed like they're not really quite on the same page as of yet, but we will see how the remainder of the season goes. And it <laughs> this is the best Worst feeling I think is is going around the league right now. Like you should feel really good about being in third place, right. being the Bucks. I right. mean, it could be a lot worse. It could be, but a lot it's worse. still the feeling of it just ain't right. It just they just don't give you that feeling of oh man, we're about to go on this run, right. and, and <laughs> we're about to just take the league over. So it's still this feeling of man. Was the right thing done? I, I, I just, yeah. in, in terms of of Adrian Griffin, uh, and, and and we will move on. But I do know that there was rumors about the locker room, and and he uh, had to have lost the players for that to happen. Yeah, but if if I did all of this interviewing, I've done all of this research and I got a firm to come in to help me pick my next head coach and mm-hmm. and I did all of this and then 40 games in it's like oh shoot he doesn't have the locker room you find a way to make it happen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like you just don't yeah. give up you just don't yeah. say uh and, and then on top of that so let's just say this if Doc Rivers wasn't available would they have made this move? Probably not, because you couldn't Mm-mm. have brought in anyone that would have had a name that would have made people like myself be like, okay, we cool with that. 
And that's, that's all right. that is. A right. name. But listen, right. though. What we, have to, what we have to realize is the, the perception of the Bucks at this point is that they have given Giannis the keys to the to the vehicle, and Giannis is driving everything. He got his brother, Thanasis, sitting on the bench, and he don't do nothing. He got his <laughs> other little brother on the team in the G League. And and so it's like you've given and, – and Giannis is – is determining what's going on. And it seems as if with the way that the players acted after Griffin was fired, you know, they did the the the, the little rain dance, whatever they was doing, the way that they, I don't know if that's racist or not, but the way that they were acting after he was fired, you know the players were behind it. So that means if the players are behind that means Giannis is the player that's behind it. And so what's going on? They need to stop letting Giannis have so much power. I understand he's your key player and he's the reason why everybody wants to see the Bucks and he's an MVP caliber player every year but you still have to make ownership decisions outside of that player yeah, yeah. you still yeah. can't let he's like LeBron you still have to the Lakers still got to make decisions outside of LeBron they can go to LeBron and be like what you think about this what you think yeah. but at the end of the day it's the ownership that's gonna make that decision they got to like you said, have a backbone and make the decision. Yeah, yeah. Okay, y'all don't like Griffin. Y'all need to work it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. You and Griffin need to work it out. Yep. 833-212-1017. P. Hank says the Doc Rivers situation is almost like when the Bucks ownership brought in Coach Jason Kidd before Coach Larry Drew was officially fired. Yes, that it, it does kind of is reminiscent of that, but the only thing about that P. Hank is the fact that Larry Drew did only win 15 games in Giannis's rookie year. And <laughs> and uh and the reason why I know that because I was there for all 15 yeah. games. <laughs> <laughs> when you lose anything goes. When you lose anything yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah, right. No yeah. right. So, I mean, I kind of get it, but yeah, like the the difference is at least Griff had a winning record and and that's what it is but p hank also goes on to say the problem lies within the ownership and possibly the gm they are paying three coaches as of today coach bud griffin doc if it don't work i can see the gm being the fall guy well uh it is not likely uh, yeah well i mean again he was the executive of the year i want to say just Uh a couple of seasons ago and just like coaches they they hang their hat on that and it's like look give me time now i know i didn't want to give the coach any time that i just hired right (laughs) but give me some time to fix this thing it's harder to get a gm than it is to get a coach a gm is different you have to have somebody that's trained in that position and knows how to do it because you hire somebody that's not trained in that position and you'll be like that guy when he he went from the from the booth to being the GM of the Detroit uh, Lions and just ruined them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Raiders, too. Right. Yeah, Mike you, Mayock. Right. You get somebody about. that's not yeah. trained in that, it's a wrap. Yes, yeah. yes. So uh, that was uh, Doc and Giannis's take on what is going on so far. But it wouldn't be an all-star game it, uh, or anything, all-star weekend without – some controversy, mm-hmm. right? Oh, you got to uh, have some. Yeah, and, and uh, we thought we were going to get the smoke from Mike Epps and, and, and uh, Shannon Sharp. Oh, Shay Shay. Yeah, but they were able to, you know, kind of bro-hug it out <laughs> uh, well, you knew that the day serious. before. That wasn't serious anyway. Yeah, because... Yeah. 
Yeah, it might have been serious, but they smartened up. Yeah, yeah. To, to Green, as, because as media look, people, they they, look, they smartened up. They little clips that they had online, they was both laughing. Yeah, come but, on now. But here's the difference: <laughs> Mike Epps has been telling jokes for a lot of years yeah, to get is. to where he is. Yep. Shannon Sharp lifted a lot of weights to become a Hall of Fame yeah. uh, tight end. This is true. So I don't know if, if Mike Epps oh, that's, that that's been, not no, a, that that's not a, a fair job. fight. No. That, that that's why Mike was saying fight. he was going to shoot him. I ain't going to play with your big Shay Shay. <laughs> the two big grown men, though. Like, right. come on, man. Right. Like, wh- why are we fighting anyway? <laughs> yes, because Mike Epps got a special coming out, and he going on tour. That's yeah. <laughs> That's what I was saying the other day. He's going on tour. And so they don't want to mess up the bag, so they was going they was gonna make up anyway. And Shay Shay yeah. show just getting popping, yeah, because he's still he's still living off Cat Williams' interview. All yeah. of that is happening. Yeah. His show is just getting yeah. those legs, and he's getting those types of views. He don't want to mess it up and no. be fighting new sponsors uh, and although, all of that. Although he did start getting a little bit of a uh, run off of Monique's uh, appearance on there. Yeah, yeah, you get a little something. I off mean, that. when you are comparing it though, no, to, no, yeah, and nothing Cat, like yeah, Cat. The Cat, Cat Williams but, broke the internet. Yeah, yeah. And, and, he broke and Beyonce's into that. That is the that is the the gift and the curse of doing something like that because yes, it's great when it happens, but right. what's your follow up? Right, it's like right. having that number one song, <laughs> that number one album. You better have something else. And, and then yeah, like I mean, and, and that came out the first week of the year. Yeah. Right, so right. that's basically like, right. like man, that's singles. gonna be hard to follow. He got, he got a whole lot of singles to work out. He man. thought the Monique thing was gonna live up to that, but it, it was still good. But it was I haven't watched the Monique interview. No, so I watched people. the whole thing, but I've seen clips, and now you know her son is responding. Right. Yeah. I don't know what she, she said talk, about her son. So she I talked don't... about her son on there saying, you know, that they were apart or separated and they don't have a relationship yeah. and all sorts of innuendos about him being an ungrateful kind of money, you know, mm. kind of situation. Yeah. Who gets on the air and talk about their kids at any point? At like any that? point like that. You know. Oh, but it, it I don't gets, care how, trust me, how it gets mad worse. me and my kids and she are didn't, at each other. I'm not going to get on the air and talk bad about them. Now, right, she you know? didn't go in like shovel tough on it right mm-hmm. but it was more any window stuff and he just didn't appreciate it and he has never said anything about his mom online or not mm-hmm. and then you know you know monique started the whole thing by digging at dl hughley's kids mm-hmm. so dl hughley was like you know <laughs> how, do you, how do you dig at somebody else's kids yeah, you, you ain't a part of your kids. own kids like well that's on, what man. dl hughley put out there and then, and then she, the son confirmed it, and right? And then the son confirmed it. Yeah. Yeah, because her son is a comedian, too. Oh, really? Yeah, her son is a comedian, too. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I get it. He, he'd probably be roasting his mama. He hey. did not. He was very clear, very honest. If you listen to it, you go, yeah, okay. Mm. You know, and he's very believable, very articulate, very believable. Yeah. And so. You, you kind of pulls at your heartstrings. I just have a hard time believing anything that comes out of Hollywood or people related to Hollywood. These types of situations, unless unless I know some inside information, right? I just have a hard time believing any beefs, any disagreements. They could have her and her son could have been like, okay, let's get you, let's get people talking about us off of doing these yeah. types of things. No, yeah, I but think, he, I, I he posted receipts, y'all. Yeah, and, and on top of that, like I, you never hear Monique talking about her kids or being a parent or anything. But how many times have you heard her talk about her daddy? (laughs) 
This is my daddy. This is my daddy. This is my daddy. Yeah. But, but go ahead. She, she, or he, if you, I challenge you to listen to what he said. He's not dogging his mom at any, by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. yeah. Well, he really was just stating you y'all could understand this, you know, and this and, and stuff like that. It wasn't like he was dogging her, but she took it like that. Gotcha. Well, we'll have more on the other side of the break. Again, there was a little controversy, a little drama in Indianapolis, and it involved some feathers being ruffled. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ruffle, right? <laughs> and it's involving our man. I'm, I'm a fan of Breezy, man. I'm, I'm a fan CB. of Chris Brown. Yeah. Yes. So find out what happened with Chris Brown during All Star Weekend in Indianapolis. You don't want to miss this in case it kind of went under the radar. Chris Brown kind of eh, he wasn't beefing, but it did seem like the 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 company that was trying to do something to him, did not stand on business. More Truth Be Told with DT and Telly after the break. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. If you're just joining us, welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, Bailey Coleman, Damian LZ in for DT. And before the break, we were talking about our man, Chris Breezy. 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 Yeah, Chris Brown started his weekend uh, thinking that it was all good. Thought he was going to hoop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if anybody that follows Chris Brown knows he loves to play basketball and he's actually really good good at it, too. Yeah, he's really good. And he was asked to be a part of the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game that took place on Friday, I want to say, in Indianapolis. And and then he's thinking, like, all right, I'm going to go hoop, I'm going to chill, I'm going to do what the celebrities do, this, that, and the other. But there is a certain chips brand, <laughs> Ruffles. Ruffles that, have ridges. Yes, yes, they do. And uh, let's cancel and, Ruffles. And, and because and and that's what Breezy's fans were, okay. were really after. They're gonna find out. this out. Yep. So Chris Brown speaks out after he was told that he couldn't play in the NBA Celebrity All Star Game. And Chris Brown posted, "I was asked by the NBA to play in the All Star Game this year, only for them to call later and say they couldn't do it because of their sponsors." Like ruffles. At this point, I'm sick of people bothering me, and I'm tired of living in the bleak past. And uh, he posted the emails, and then uh, it's funny because ruffles released a <laughs> statement. Oh, they did. Yes, oh, yeah. they so released you know. a they statement. Back. So, okay. so no, this no, was they their, didn't clap back. No, they didn't clap back. They were kind of running it and, and trying to find cover because. <laughs> right. It's a Ruffles sponsored last night's NBA All Star Celebrity Game. However, 
we did not have any involvement in nor visibility to any player decisions or celebrity invite discussions. They lying. They lying <laughs> because I, I mean, let's be let's be real. I mean, it happens all the time. You know, they'll say, yeah. you know, different organizations that may be having an event or something like that. Mm-hmm. They'll say, you know, the client will say, uh, we can't have so-and-so because they have previous gun charge or whatever. They you know, Or that person's image doesn't fit what we're trying to do. They do it. all. I mean, organizations do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Companies yeah. do it all the time. And so it ain't I mean, the NBA you know, that doing it because the NBA's had them involved in other things. You know, since yeah. I, and since yeah. he was seventeen, and, he's played right. in the and, and it, he's played in the game before yeah. since then. And, and uh-huh. I'm about, you know, and, and here's the thing: if I'm putting together the NBA celebrity All Star game, I'm in charge of this. I think I'm gonna try to get the biggest celebrities I can. Right. right. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, well, let me see if I can get this C list guy to come in. <laughs> and so, right, and you go out for Chris Brown, and then all of a sudden he can't play. Because of what? Something that happened when he was seventeen. Yeah, and and that let's not let's not throw you know any type of lightness on that. What happened when he was seventeen with Rihanna was egregious, and he he was domestic violence is always egregious. But that was seven. That was he's thirty three now. Yeah. yeah, that was sixteen years ago. Right. He has served his penance. He has done yep. his he's stuff done to make himself time. better. Yep. Even though he's had incidents since then, but it's like. Okay, yeah, but he really but nobody's perfect. Yeah, but it was still he was still a, a, a teenager. A teenager. Right. Yeah. He was a teenager when this happened. And then, and then you know, I mean, there's all sorts of uh, innuendo and accusations about what actually happened. You know, so whatever it was, yeah, it's over with. So how long? The question is, how long do you make somebody pay for something like that when clearly Rihanna has moved on with her life? She done had two babies. Listen, and became a even, billionaire. She right. wasn't exactly. a billionaire. She, she, she don't care. And, you know, but you you have to also look at that. That elevated her status too. Yes, you and, know, and let's let's be real. Right or wrong? Since since that has happened. Chris Brown has played in the celebrity game with Rihanna sitting on the sidelines. Yes. And yep. they've had a conversation. Like, they yeah. go on, as on far TV. as we know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's sitting there, says what's up to her, whatever, at the All-Star game. At So for the Ruffles to say, oh, it wasn't us. It was the basically and saying it was, was the NBA. Day. Then who was it? Because you're yeah. the only new ones in there. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it must have been y'all. Yeah. So, Bailey, you were asking about the clapback. Well, after this all went down, after that statement, yeah. Chris Brown did clap back. Yeah, he said, yeah, he, he said uh, I guess y'all trying to save face now. Stand on business. Don't try to make it look like I'm tripping. You and the NBA representatives know exactly what y'all are doing. And he went on to say, I have no reason to lie. Y'all know I don't chase clout. That's one thing you can't say. You can't say. He don't. He doesn't, he doesn't chase clout. The only reason they responded is because of all the Team Breezy fans flooding their yeah, timeline. Exactly, exactly. He says, stop bleeping playing they with me. Learn. See yep. how fake this is? Cowards. Y'all know, doggone well, I ain't lying because I never be on this type of time. They're going to learn. Yeah, they're going to learn. That's what that means. You're going to learn today. Yeah. And what it is is they're going to learn the power of these youth and what they do and how 
rabid they are over their fans, whether it be Nicki Minaj, whether it be Taylor Swift, whether it be Beyonce, whether it be uh, Ice Spice, whoever the person is, these artists, Kanye even, yeah. these artists have so much control over their fan base that if their fan base decides they are going to go after Ruffles and start posting negative things about Ruffles all over the internet and make Ruffles be uncool. Yeah. To oh, eat ruffles, yeah. it, it's going to affect their bottom line. Yeah. And, and, but also look at the the people that advertise ruffles. Uh-huh. You got LeBron. Yeah. Yep. You got uh, all of these because I actually like that commercial when Charles is trying to figure out which flavor to right. get. So they like, you know you like after, cheese, old man. Right. They, obviously, <laughs> are after black dollars. Hello. Right. So you have the biggest star. You in got Jason R&B. Tatum. You have LeBron. You have and, and they promote these hot chips and barbecue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chips yeah. When's the last time you've seen a white person promote something outside of Doritos? See? Exactly. Absolutely. And so if I was Ruffles, that just shows you again the power of DEI and how Ruffles obviously has no one black in a leadership position. Because if they did have someone black in a leadership position, that black person would have stepped in and said, mm-mm. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. You, you want Chris Brown to be yep. out at your Ruffles thing, standing yeah. next to your Ruffles yep. signatures and your Ruffles yeah. sign. The hot right. Have a oh, Ruffles thing across the church. <laughs> you yeah. want that. You yeah. want that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? You know what I'm going to wait for? Because if you look at the thousands and thousands of comments, your chips ain't good in no way. Yep. They ain't hot enough. All this and that. You need to throw in some hot. Mm-hmm. You look at them comments. I'm waiting for Chris Brown's Ruffles commercial. They're going to have to give him a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And, and he's going to be on there smiling with that chick. Come on, dancing. y'all. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. dancing. He'll probably have a basketball in his head, too. They're going to have to oh, flip yeah. it in a way because yeah. they're going to yeah. have to flip it in a way to be like, even Chris Brown likes our Ruffles. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or something. But you can't, you can't do that to, to, to these artists nowadays because, nope. of, because they control so much yeah. of the, the, the market. Yeah, they and, do. and and you are and and nobody wants and Chris Brown being a singer and an entertainer like he is, his demographic is young girls and young people in general, and those are the people that all of these marketers are going after. Yeah, yeah, you know they're not going after old people. Nope, the old people shacking them with the chips. Whoever else got the chip commercials for Ruffles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They ain't, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna fly now. Yeah, that ain't gonna fly. You might have been you know getting a couple of the young people just cause, but now. Oh, baby, no. Well, I'll tell you one of the coolest things that ever happened to Chris Brown. I mean, this is what made me a fan. And uh, what made me a fan was Chris Brown had a yard sale. This was like right before the pandemic (laughs) at his crib. Right. At his crib out in California. Uh And, uh, And his neighbors, they were so upset. Because they were like, yeah. why did this fool give his address out? Yeah. And so you had a line around the corner yeah. and trying to get some of his items. And he was just giving stuff. Well, he was just selling stuff for about $10. And, and this was stuff that he had worn on tour, uh-huh. like jackets uh-huh. and, and shoes and everything. And I almost got in line because I was like, <laughs> oh, Chris Brown looked like he around my size. And then the funniest part about this story, one of the people that got one of his jackets found a little extra something in there. Oh, they found some really? weed or something in there? Yeah, no, some. They found like a big bag. <laughs> 
<laughs> he probably put that in and the then, put that in. And then when they told, like, they interviewed him and he found out, and he went online and was like, oops. He said, I guess you got the bonus package there, huh? <laughs> I was looking for that. <laughs> like, or, man, I forgot I even had that. <laughs> Truth Nation, keep it locked right here. We'll continue the conversation on the other side of the break. 833-212-1017. You can get involved. We want to hear from you as well as you can stream and watch us live on YouTube at 101.7 The Truth and make sure you subscribe once you get to our YouTube page. Keep it locked right here. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Wake up, Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. France, Mr. By himself, he's so impressed. I mean, damn, did you Hey, good morning, Truth Nation. If you're just joining us, welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Bailey Coleman, Damian LZ, and yes, for DT, the award-winning 1017 The Truth is the proud home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. The Panthers are back in action Friday night as they host the Youngstown State Penguins at Panthers Arena in downtown Milwaukee. Tip-off is set for 7 p.m. But wait, there is more. But wait. Why are we telling you this on Monday about a game on Friday? That's because the best morning show on planet Earth wants to hook you up with four courtside seats to see that game live in action on Friday night. Be caller number seven right now at 833-212-1017 to win four courtside seats to see the Milwaukee Panthers game this Friday night. Again, that is caller number seven. We'll get the hookup on four tickets. Call right now, 833-212-1017. To buy tickets to watch Panthers basketball, visit Ticketmaster.com. And always remember to tune into 1017 The Truth to hear every Panthers men's basketball game together. re roar for the MKE. Boy, that was a long one. Yeah, we're going to do something about that. Yeah, that was going. <laughs> yeah, that was We're going to have to do something about little that. Little something, something. All that to say, <laughs> I lost call con- and you can win four tickets. <laughs> right. How about that? I lost concentration on that yeah. one. We're going to just break that down and just and shorten and say, you call right now, be caller number seven, you can win four courtside seats to tickets. this Friday's game at Panthers Arena. And speaking yeah. of basketball, we were just talking about Chris Breezy and and Ruffles. And, and Truth Nation, we want to know what you think about this. You can hit us up after the break once Ben gets his caller number seven to win those. Ben, you got the winner already? Uh, I do have the winner. Yes, wow. I do. All right. All right. Oh, man, whenever you say free, the, the man, it, right. it starts to blow up. Wow. I, I mean, maybe we can say, hey, it's free to call, too. Right. It's, free to, it's call. free to call. It's free to call and be on our show. 833-212-1017. We will continue our conversation on the other side of the break. What are your thoughts about Chris Brown's and Ruffles kind of backtracking on what they were trying to stand on, but it wasn't on business they were standing on. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Second hour coming up after the break.